Welcome back to Bringing Up Detroit. I'm Zach Rosen. Michigan kids are pouring back into school this week, but for one Detroit family, just figuring out where their daughter would wind up for her first day was a huge undertaking. It's 9.15 p.m. on the night before Franca Grassi's first day of school. She's still wide awake. Franca's mom, Nikki, is interviewing her daughter before her big day. How are you feeling about it? Good. Good. Are you excited? I want to go there right now. Let me go there right now. Well, you'll go to bed. It's less than 10 hours now. How many? Mm, nine hours and 50 minutes. I think it's time for bed, okay? In the morning, Franca will wake up. She'll eat oatmeal with a cut-up nectarine and maple syrup. She'll brush her teeth, and then her parents will drive her to school in their station wagon. If Franca only knew what they went through to get to this point. Um, I remember us talking about having the summer to decide, and then the summer just disappeared. And At the beginning of the summer, Mark Grassi and his wife, Nikki Rittenauer, were still looking for a school for Franca. They had moved to Midtown Detroit from Asheville, North Carolina in 2014. And as soon as they got here, their search began. I've totally become one of these people who, who, like, when you meet a parent in Detroit, that's the first question that I ask them. So where does your kid go to school? In the last year, Nikki and Mark visited no fewer than 10 schools, public, charter, and private. But back in July, Mark told me, We, you know, we've seen a lot of schools that impressed us in a lot of ways, but they all have some kind of quirk, I guess, or some issue that makes us not ready to commit to them yet. Finally, by the end of August, they had whittled their long list down to two schools, both private. There was a Catholic school, St. Clair of Montefalco in Gross Point, and there was Friends School, Michigan's only Quaker-run school, not far from downtown Detroit. Both places promised small class sizes, a dedicated parent network, and a racially mixed student body. But then, just a few weeks back, Rittenauer and Grassi learned that Friends School would not be opening this year. I think that they had like some administrative troubles, financial troubles, building troubles. So that made their decision easier. St. Clair of Montefalco it is. Welcome, welcome to school. Okay, Great. Okay, hi. Okay, Keep ready? smiling. It's a good school on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> on her first day, Franca is greeted by school staff. Her teacher leads her to her desk, which has her name tag on it. Let's show mom and dad your seat oh, right cool. here. Um, she kisses her parents goodbye and settles into her new life. I love you, honey. She doesn't cry. Neither do mom or dad, who are soon back in their car, heading home 20 minutes west. It's a ride they'll get used to this year. How do you feel? I feel good. I really like how organized they were. Like, you call and someone answers, and they, like... Or they give answers. It's not even that you can get someone on the phone, but you ask a question, and someone gives you a direct answer. Mark Grassi and Nikki Rittenauer might seem like especially choosy parents, but they're not asking for much, just some organization and some stability, which is something a lot of schools in Detroit, no matter who runs them, seem to be struggling with. The charter schools are unstable, the private schools are unstable, the public schools are unstable, but I feel like that's why... I always felt better at the smaller schools because I felt like we could really like, be part of it and help. Grassi and Rittenauer realize how lucky they are to be able to afford a small private school for their daughter. Other Detroit families aren't as fortunate. Many don't have a car, so they can't send their kids across the city to school. 
Many don't have time to spend investigating the entire city's school landscape. And that landscape is constantly in flux. Schools are opening and closing and changing leadership at a rapid clip. And the sheer number of choices can be overwhelming. No matter who you are or where you live in Detroit, the ground is constantly shifting when it comes to schools. For Michigan Radio, I'm Zach Rosen. To hear more stories from Bringing Up Detroit, you can go to our website at michiganradio.org. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to the podcast in the iTunes store. Just search Bringing Up Detroit. Our series is brought to you with support from the Skillman Foundation. Kids matter here. Music from today's story comes from Omar Ajluni, a.k.a. Oja. And what you're listening to right now is music from Little Bang Theory. 